welcome to the Keep Going Podcast, where we encourage, inspire, and transform lives. My name is Judy Perfect, your host and Keep Going Encourager. Hello, and thank you so much for joining the Keep Going Podcast. I am so happy that you decided to tune in today to listen to the third part of our series of Being Thankful. Today, we're going to be focusing on being thankful for memories, being thankful for past memories and creating memories today to rejoice on tomorrow. You know, for many people, Thanksgiving can be, uh, it can be a very time, it can be a time of very mixed emotions. It can be joyful because many are off from work. They get an opportunity to get some rest. You know, whether you're off for one day, two days, three days, four days, or maybe even a whole week, you know, it's an opportunity for you to just kind of chill out a little bit and just kind of reflect on life. Uh, Also, joyful because of the fact that we get to cook and to eat without feeling guilty and counting calories. We can do that next week, okay? But this week, we have the opportunity to try out new recipes, have fun cooking with family members, friends, or whatever, and just having a joyous time. Joyful also because we get to be with friends, with family, and we get to be with other loved ones. We can have an opportunity to watch the Thanksgiving parades and play and play games and watch the football games. And for some, attending Thanksgiving worship services. However, then you have the other emotion that some feel that's called sadness. Sadness could be from a loss of loved ones, whether recently or in time past. And this sadness can unfortunately lead to loneliness or even depression. So how can one manage these two antithetical emotions? My words of encouragement today is going to help you manage these seemingly opposing emotions at the same time during this holiday period simply by just remembering and creating memories. And my hope is that you will be encouraged to keep going in life by holding fast to the good memories of your past. And though we like the good memories, we must remember also that there are some valuable lessons, some life lessons that I like to call them, and the not so good memories. So what are memories? You know, we usually don't think about it because we just say, you know, I think I had a good memory or something like that, or I think I can remember that. Or, you know, as we're getting older, we can say, you know, I used to have a good memory, but it's not exactly as good as it used to be. And so those are some of our thoughts that we have around memory, about presently what's going on with our memory. But regardless, regardless of whatever, we have some kind of recall. One definition by Webster says that memory is an image or impression of one that is remembered. So why do we need memories? I think memories are good for our mental, our emotional, and our spiritual health. So one of the best examples of the importance of memories and remembrance is demonstrated by Jesus, you know, at the Lord's Supper. He knew he was going to be leaving the disciples soon. So at the Last Supper, he said these words to them to, for them to remember him by. He took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup saying, this cup 
is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. So when we think of Christ's death and what he did for us, the bread and the cup become symbolic of what he did for us. That is the memory. That is what he wants us to remember. So how can we manage our emotions during this Thanksgiving and be thankful for our memories? So I'm going to offer three ways to manage our emotions and to be thankful. One is we can be thankful for the memories. You know, as a grief, as a, as a counselor, one of the ways that I encourage individuals, employees, and others to manage their sadness when I am doing counseling, doing grief counseling, is by remembering the laughter, the fun, and the little things that person would have done so that they can remember them by. So, and I've noticed that over these years, since I, when I do that, whenever I'm sharing with someone in a grief situation, uh, I always like to make sure that before that conversation is over, that I ask them, what can you remember about that person? Did you have moments when you all had good laughter? Did you have good conversations? Did, is it something that that person might have had on their desk that you always that always reminded you of them, regardless of where you were? So when I share this, I have found that when I share this, their whole disposition changes. So that sad face that they had when they walked in turns into a joyful face, I mean, to a joyful one. So I encourage them to be thankful for those times, for those moments that they had with that individual, because it's those moments that's going to carry them through the rough times. It's those moments that's going to help them whenever they're thinking about that person and tears come to their eyes. When they can think about that person, the laughter, the fun, the things that they did, the things, the conversations that they shared, it would be able to bring them from tears to a smile on their face because they're going to have these good memories. So that's the first thing, being thankful for the memories. Number two is remember those those things that are symbolic of your relationship with that person. And what does I, what do I mean by that? I know we're in this digital digital age where all of our photos are in our phones. Sometimes it would be good just to get them out of our phones, print them out, and just share those those photos around, just pass them around and just talk about this person and what was going on in that particular picture, what was going on in this particular picture, and just share those memories that you have of that person. Maybe you all just took long walks together. Maybe you just had some good conversations together. Those kind of things where you, those kind of conversations where you just laugh, you had a good belly laugh and or you just talked, or, or sometimes, unfortunately, as women, especially sometimes you might have just been had a good gossiping session, or even you went shopping together. You know, those kind of things that were symbolic of your relationship with those with that person, those symbolic things that caused these great memories for, that you had uh, with that person. You know, I, I, I think about my mom. And I I went to my daughter when I was thinking about writing my two daughters when I was thinking about uh, doing this particular episode on being thankful for being thankful for uh, memories. So I asked them what kind of memories, symbolic type of memories that they have from their grandmother, my mother. And so my oldest daughter said, I'm from a very large family. So my oldest daughter shared this. 
She said that I always remember that when we would go there, especially for Thanksgiving, she said I would sit on the front porch, you know, with her. And I would sit out and we would just have good conversation. We would just be talking. And she would be so excited because she would just be waiting for all the different cars to come up because there was so many of us. In fact, it looked like a parking lot by the time all of us got there. So, uh, but she would be so excited to see her children, to be excited to see her grandchildren. So she said, and I just remember sitting out there watching her and watching that excitement on her face. And that became symbolic to her, to be able to sit there with her and to be able to watch that big smile come across her face whenever she saw one of her loved ones drive up. So I asked my other daughter what was symbolic to her. Well, my mom had this thing about baking sweet potatoes. And she would always bake several sweet potatoes, especially during Thanksgiving. Well, for some reason, my, my uh, this particular daughter, my youngest daughter, always found favor with her when it came to the sweet potato pies. Uh, and so she would always bake several sweet potato pies and she would always save one, though, for this particular daughter. I mean, nobody else could touch that sweet potato pie. She would sometimes even have it on top of the refrigerator when we got there, and she would let it be known that that's, that's her particular uh, sweet potato pie. And so it was symbolic to her. She said, but she took it even a step further, and she said that I remember one time that my mom, and we call my mom Ma, so I, she said, I remember one time I that mother decided she was going to bake these smaller sweet potato pies so that everybody could have their own sweet potato pie. And she said, and she let me be involved in the baking of those little sweet potato pies. She said, yeah, she still saved one for me. But she said she let me to be in, to help her to bake those sweet potato pies. And so everybody had their own little sweet potato pie. That sweet potato pie has become symbolic to her so much so that to the point that just a few years ago, she started baking sweet potato pies herself because she just remembers. And she says she always has to talk to, to her grandmother when she gets ready to do to make sure she's putting all the right ingredients in those sweet potato pies. So that's her symbolic. That's her remembrance at Thanksgiving, especially. She always remembers her grandmother by those sweet potato pies. I... Personally, one of the things I remember about my mom is I'd never seen anybody could cook on such high heat and never burn the food. It was always amazing. So I, I assume that she, she, because she had so many children, that she learned how to cook really high at a high heat and really fast so that it could get done so that we could all sit around the table and eat. So I'm not really sure if that's true or not. But anyway, I just remember, always remember that about her. Number three, so we talked about being thankful for the memories. Then we talked about being to remember those those symbolic things of our relationships with that particular person. The third one is being intentional today of creating memories so that we will have good memories for tomorrow. So what do I mean by that? And that is to be intentional, to take the time out, to engage with one another, to really take time to sit down to, you know, unfortunately during this time of the year and especially during Thanksgiving, there's so much strife. There's so much strife going on in the world. There's so much strife going on in this nation. And unfortunately, there's so much strife going on in families. You have families who are still upset with each other, not speaking to each other. 
that are, you know, they can't stand to be around each other. So they stay away. They don't come to visit. And so it's just really, it's, it's really sad. We were just in that day. However, we can change that. All of that can be changed. Eliminate that strife that's been existing sometime for years. We can eliminate that and choose to come together to be thankful for being able to even be, to still be with one another. And whether you're alone or whether you're with friends, you can still be intentional about creating good memories. If you're alone and you don't have anyone to be around at this time, you know, there are several things you can do. You can, you know, go to the park, you can take pictures, you can go and visit someone else who may not have anybody else visiting them. You can cook for somebody else. You can take them some food. There's always something that you can do so that you don't have to even be alone if you choose not to be. We can take more time focusing on parents, especially if your parents are getting older. We can help to create good memories today, uh, intentional memories today so that we can have those memories on tomorrow. So we can spend more time with them. We can sit down and see what their needs are. We can just talk with them and just be around them and enjoy the moment. As for children, you know, what kind of life lessons can we take time out to just teach our children? You know, a lot of what's going on with our younger kids today is is the fact that we really don't have, they really don't have anyone who will and not all of them, but some of them don't have anyone who will really take time to sit down and just listen to what they are thinking or what's on their mind. What's their worldview? What's going on in their lives? So we can take these time. It doesn't even take a whole lot of time. Some kids just require just a few minutes if somebody would just sit down and listen and talk with them and see what's on their mind. Then we can go out and, and create memories, be intentional by Helping somebody else. Go to the neighbors. It might be someone who who doesn't does not have food. It might be someone who cannot uh cook a meal or even bake a cake or whatever. But go out and just extend ourselves to someone else. And you can almost make that a tradition. You can make it a tradition with your family. You can make it a tradition with the younger children. Start to create, be intentional by creating those memories. You know, when we are sad and thinking about those in our past, sometimes we say, oh, if we could just have those moments back. But you know what? We can't have those moments back. However, Dr. Sue says that sometimes you never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory. So we can't get those memories back. We can't get those moments back, but we can make sure to try to ensure that we're creating good memories right now. And you don't know the value of this moment that you have right at this time until it becomes a memory. That's why it's so important to be intentional about creating memories for tomorrow. You know, many of you might remember this song. I don't know because it's an old song. I remember it. I love it. And um, I I like the words. It it it, it said it goes like this. It's by Barbara Streisand. Some of us will remember this when I say this, the way we were. And it's it's talking about memories. And in the song she says one of the last two verses it says that memories may be beautiful and yet too painful to remember. And those I'm sorry, and yet what's too painful to remember we simply choose to forget. So it's the laughter we will remember whenever we remember the way we were. 
And I like that part where she said, memories may be beautiful, and yet what's too painful to remember, we simply choose to forget. So it's the laughter we will remember whenever we remember the way we were. And even though you might think your memories are too painful, or you want to forget those memories, think about those times of those memories when you were able to laugh, when you were able to smile or share a good conversation with somebody. Focus on being intentional so that you can keep going and you can keep moving forward. You know, today when I was in my doing my Bible devotional reading, I ran across a quote that said, when we look at others, we get distressed. When we look at ourselves, we get depressed. But when we look at Jesus, we get blessed. And I was like, oh my gosh, when we start to just focus on everybody else, because we start to measure ourselves by everybody else. Then when we start to look at our own selves and we think that we don't have this and we don't have that, and I've talked about that in in an earlier uh, episode. But you know, when we look at Jesus, that's when we get blessed. So that's why I encourage you to keep your eyes fixed on him. And so that's what we can do to keep from focusing on sadness. We can look at him and be blessed, not look at others and not looking at ourselves. And there, there, there's a quote that I ran across that says that things end, but memories last forever. I want to thank you so much for tuning in today for our third part of being thankful and being thankful for memories. Let's create some memories this week. Let's create some memories with memories with friends, with families, with whoever, with yourself. Let's create memories so that as we move forward, we have something to look back on with a big smile and a big hearted laugh. I want to invite you to subscribe to my emails, Judy at KeepGoingCoach.com. And I am encouraging you to be thankful for the memories that we have. And I want you to keep going. Have a great day and have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to the Keep Going podcast. I trust you have been encouraged, inspired, and transformed today. I'm Judy Burpick, and I'm your Keep Going coach. Make sure you visit me at keepgoingcoach.com. And remember to always keep going.